This is Abiding Life Ministries, Jerry McGee, Overcoming Life's Obstacles, Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for listening in. I pray you'll be blessed today. We're going to be teaching on the fear of man, and I hope you'll tune in with us each first and third um, Tuesdays of each month from 6 to 8 p.m. Central Time. And um, if you want prayer at the end of the program, if you'll call 646-595. Four seven eight four, and don't forget to press one. And after the teaching, I'll be taking calls for anyone who wants personal prayer. If you want information about our website, you can go to jerrymcgee.com. That's all lowercase g e r i m c g h e e dot com, and that'll take you to our website. <clears throat> There's free CDs to listen to. Uh, my son's testimony of uh, his AIDS testimony, he died 13 days before um, before he became, um, uh, well, what am I thinking of? He died in 1989 and uh, just a few days after his 25th birthday. But you can, his testimony has gone worldwide. And uh, you can go to YouTube and look it up or you can go onto our website and find it. But... Um, Anyway, let me pray and start praying. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before your throne. We thank you for your word that's forever settled in heaven. Lord, we thank you that you watch over your word to perform it. The leaf withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Thank you that your angels watch over the word of God. And tonight, Lord, I die to myself. I pray that death will work in me so that life works in each person who listens in. Father, I just thank you and praise you for each person who's listening in. I ask that each person who listens to this message, Lord, will have their lives changed and their bodies will be healed and set free in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that we've been raised to sit with you in heavenly places far above principalities and powers. And so, Father, we take our seat in the heavenly places and we bind Satan, principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, wicked spirits in heavenly places. We bind you in the heavenly places and on this earth we forbid you to work with, communicate with, make contact with anyone on this earth or in the heavenly places to work divination against us. In Jesus' name, I pray a special covering of warrior angels over every person who listens into this program, over uh, Dorothy uh, and her, Dorothy Carruthers, the sponsor of this program, and her family, over me and my family, over everything that concerns us, Lord. And so we just thank you and praise you for the blood of Jesus. Uh, We just pray a special covering of warrior angels over us, over our president, to boomerang back on the enemy, every curse and assignment that's sent against us. 
not to kill them, hurt them, harm them, but so that they'll fear God and turn away from evil. Lord, we just bless you. We praise you and thank you for what you're going to do in Jesus' name. Well, the title of this message is The Fear of Man. You know, when a person fears man, he'll fear, uh, he'll fear anything and everything. God tells us to fear the Lord. The fear of the Lord is to turn away from evil. The fear of the Lord, the Bible says, is the beginning of wisdom. The scripture says the fear of the Lord is riches, honor, and life. And so uh, another scripture says the fear of the Lord is to turn away from evil. And so um, this teaching is on a fear of man. A person that has fear of man will have fear of failure, fear of disapproval, fear of not being loved, fear of not being liked, fear of um, confrontation, fear of speaking the truth in love, fear of saying no, fear of failure, um, uh, fear of disappointment. And there's just multitudes of fears that go with fear of man. A person who fears man is controlled by every person that comes into their life. When the Bible refers to fear of man, it should be understood to mean a concern and regard for mankind over and above a regard and concern for God and his plan and his word. Proverbs 29 verse 25 says, The fear of the Lord brings a snare, but those who put their trust in the Lord are safe. Now, the word snare, the fear of the Lord brings a snare. It means a trap. It means a noose. It means a a trap where you catch animals. It means to be ensnared by the enemy. So wherever we fear the Lord, we are snared in whatever area. I'm, I'm sorry, not the fear of the Lord, but the fear of man. We're snared in every area that we fear man more than we fear God. New American Standard says the fear of the Lord brings um, the fear of man brings a snare, but he who trusts in the Lord will be exalted. And you know it's important to understand the danger of fear of man because it keeps us from accomplishing the purpose of our creation. You know when God let us be conceived, He had a plan for each of our lives, and ninety nine and nine tenths percent of people in this world live for temporal things and don't live for God's eternal plan for, for them. And so um, God wants us to accomplish what he put us here for. Everybody is uh, here because they're valuable to God and he wants to use each of us uh, in his plan for mankind. But the fear of the Lord hinders us from fulfilling God's purposes in our life. The fear, the fear of God is that awesome reverence of God derived from being sensitive to his glorious, holy, and majestic person resulting in respect and honor and obedience to his will and to his plan and to his purpose. Job twenty-eight twenty-eight tells us what the fear of the Lord is. And to man, he said, before the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom and to depart from evil is understanding. <clears throat> understanding is the truth, basically, that sets me free. In John eight thirty two, Jesus said, If you abide in my word, you're truly my disciples, and you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And so we have to be in God's word and abide in it and obey it in order to be set free, and we receive understanding through um, turning away from evil and fearing God more than we fear man. You know, the scripture says that if a man is determined or woman is determined to do the will of God, she will know or he will know if the teaching is from God. And 
Today, the body of Christ is lacking discernment and they're lacking understanding. In Hosea 4, it says, my people perish for the lack of knowledge because they reject knowledge. It goes on to say at the very end of that passage of Hosea 4, that the people without understanding are ruined. So understanding is a key ingredient that we need to have if we're going to walk in victory, if we're going to discern evil and good and discern the times we're living in. And today, the body of Christ and the church in America is really uh, messed up because there's, there's, uh, it's rare to find a church that's teaching repentance. Many don't teach the word of God. Many don't teach righteousness and holiness. And, and here's just a few benefits. I mean, there's so many. You know, I could do um, a teaching on fear of God and the benefits of fearing God over fearing man. And just a few. I'm just going to name a few benefits. But the scripture says the fear of the Lord is riches, honor, and life. Uh, in Deuteronomy 28, it says uh, the blessings of being obedient to God and his commandments. The blessings cause our enemies to come against us one way and flee seven ways, it says. And, of course, if we're under the curse because of disobedience to the voice of God and his commandments, it says the enemy will come against us one way and we'll scatter seven ways. So we need to walk in holiness and righteousness. And the way we do that is to just to stay, stay surrendered to God the potter. And I like to use the potter's wheel um, of God being the potter, as the, the word says, and the clay on the potter's wheel one thing the clay has to do, and that's to stay yielded to the potter. The clay is full of junk. My clay is full of junk. Your clay is full of junk. It's the potter's job to take out the trash, to fire the clay, mold, mold you, shape you, make you, fire you, uh, beat the bubbles out. And he's beating the bubbles out of a lot of us today through the trials we go through. The scripture says in Romans eight twenty eight that everything works together for good to those that love the Lord, to the called according to his purpose for whom he foreknew he predestined to become conformed to the image of Christ. And whenever we fear man more than we fear God, we get conformed into the image of the one people who control us. You know, controls witchcraft. The, the, it, the Bible says rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and all iniquity is as idolatry. And so God wants us to be conformed into the image of Christ and not be conformed into the image of those that we fear more than we fear God. Another promise it says in Deuteronomy 11:25 it says no man will be able to stand before you says the Lord the Lord your God will lay the dread of you and the fear of you on all the land which you set your foot as he has spoken to you in other words wherever you set your foot God puts the dread of you and the fear of you on all the people that come before you so you don't have anything to fear there's a scripture in Proverbs 16 that says, uh, if a man's ways please the Lord, it makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. In um, Psalms 17, I'm sorry, Psalms 41:10, it says, I know God is pleased with me when the enemy does not shout triumph over me. <clears throat> so we have victory over our enemies. And Paul said, your enemies are not flesh and blood, but principalities and powers. And so, uh, if a person comes near you and they're evil, you have authority over the demons that are in them. Proverbs fifteen sixteen says, Better is a little with the fear of God than great treasure and turmoil with it. So if we don't have the fear of God, we live our lives in turmoil. God calls us to, 
live in peace. And he says in Isaiah 26 that he'll keep us in perfect peace when our mind is stayed upon him, him because we're trusting in him. Proverbs 19:23 says the fear of the Lord leads to life so that one may sleep satisfied, untouched by evil. So do you have a problem sleeping? Um, if you do, there's big biblical reasons as to why you're not sleeping. And so praise God, you can be delivered from insomnia. In fact, if you go, I think on, if you go to um, Dorothy Carruthers blog talk radio in her archives, I believe I talked on insomnia and then listen to that and then, um, and repent over each thing on there. You can actually get delivered listening to the CD. Uh, a person who fears man more than he fears God will fear everything else. <clears throat> God's warning us in Isaiah 51 verse 7 says, Listen to me, you who know righteousness, a people in whose heart is my law. He's talking to his people, his born-again people. He says, Do not fear the reproach of man, nor be dismayed at their revilings. And that means to be assaulted with abusive language. It means that I don't have to fear someone that is assaulting me with abusive speech or abusive language. Ezekiel 2.16 says, And you, son of man, neither fear them nor fear their words. Though thistles and thorns are with you and you sit on scorpions, neither fear their words nor be dismayed at their presence, for they are a rebellious house. And, of course, Jesus said, and you're probably familiar with this scripture, in Matthew 10:28, Do not fear those who kill the body, for are unable to kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to, to destroy both the body and soul in hell. So we're only to fear God. So many promises when we fear God over fear man. <clears throat> A person who fears man more than he fears God, he'll, and I'm just going to name some things. And as I listen, if this applies to you, ask God to forgive you and you'll get a greater deliverance. But uh, first of all, I shared this right at the beginning. A person who fears man more than he fears God will let every person control him. He'll be a doormat for every person that comes in his life. The next thing, a person who, who uh, fears a man more than he fears God He'll allow the person who controls him to redefine who he is. I have a dear friend who had fear of man. She was a very, very godly woman. She she would wear a Bible out every six months. She should have been preaching the gospel even now, but um, but she never could overcome fear of man. And her daughter said to her one day, Mom, you've allowed Dad to redefine who you are. And so God doesn't want anyone to redefine who we are. He wants us to be what he created us to be. God, God certainly wants us to submit to authority as unto the Lord, but he doesn't want us to obey demons in authority. The scripture says, um, Jesus said in John 10, my sheep hear my voice and they obey me and they'll not follow the voice of a stranger. The voice of a stranger is the voice of another. Any voice that does not line up with the word of God is the voice of another. So we cannot disobey God to obey man or woman. So that's a problem in many people's lives is they allow people to control them. You know, God showed me one year that um, 
that he gave us a conscience because he doesn't want us to violate our own personal conscience. You know, there was a time in my life where my husband expected me to do things that violated my conscience, and I really wrestled with that for a very long time until the Lord gave me total peace that I don't have to listen to demons. I do have to submit to authority as unto the Lord, and I'm certainly anybody that's hearing me say that I'm not, I don't believe in submission to authority, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if a two-year-old speaks Jesus to me, I would dare not listen because it's the Spirit of God in that two-year-old speaking that word to me. The scripture says you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. And so people who allow other people to control them, they are really living the life of the controller. Instead of living the life that God created you to be, you're living to perform to please a man or woman rather than living to please God. So God doesn't want anyone to redefine who you are. He created you with a purpose. And the scripture says you are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus under good works that he has prepared before him that you should walk in them. A person who follows, um, a person who uh, fears man more than he fears God, he allows he, he listens to the voice of a stranger, which is a voice that contradicts God's word. A person who fears man more than he fears God, he misses what God put him on this earth for. He follows man's rules rather than God's rules, which is found in God's word. He lives a tormented existence. In fact, I can tell you bitterness is produced. If I wear any yoke other than the yoke of Jesus, It produces bitterness and anger in my life because the only yoke that produces the fruit of the Holy Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and self-control. And that's the yoke of Jesus in Matthew 11 where he says, Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble, and you shall find rest for your soul. For my burden is light and my load is easy." And if, you, if you're living your life in a state of unrest, I can tell you, you've got the wrong yoke on. When people control us, we, we are wearing their yoke. It's an invisible thing. The yoke of Jesus is not one you can see with the human eye, but it's, a, a, it's an unseen yoke. But it's just as real as if you could see it. And this is also one of the main problems to neck problems and shoulder problems is wearing a yoke that doesn't fit. Only the yoke of Jesus fits the, lot, the, the necks of believers. But a person who fears man more than he fears God, he's a compromiser. He's double-minded. Uh, he's, he's unstable in all of his ways. And a double-minded person, it means that he's riding the fence. He's got one foot with God and one foot with the world. And, um, and God says a double-minded person will receive nothing from God. This is also one of the main major routes to uh, diabetes is uh, being a compromiser or being double-minded, letting somebody else control you, being a fence rider, straddling the fence. There's an old English word, I believe, for diabetes, and it means to straddle or be a straddler. And that's not just the only uh, spiritual route to it, but um, that's one. Another one is an unloving spirit, self-hatred, self-bitterness unforgiveness of self. Uh, A person who fears man more than he fears God, he'll disavow Christ. 
in the face of impending danger. You know, and there's going to come a day on this earth, and that's why you see so much, uh, so many problems of people fighting Donald Trump is that the people that are fighting him are trying to push this government into a one-world government. That's why they won't open borders for the illegals to come in. And uh, praise God that that uh, our president's not trying to keep out people that come legally, but it's not fair to those who come legally, who spend all the time uh, and efforts to come legally for someone to come illegally. But um, a person, but there's going to be a time when when uh, the one world order, order takes over. I mean, it says it in the Bible. Um, that there'll be an antichrist come, and and if we don't take the mark, we we could die. We could have to face a firing squad or have our head or be beheaded. And so, a person that fears man more than he fears God, he'll cave in under pressure, and he'll take the mark. And the Bible says, if you take the mark, you'll not be able to buy or sell. Now, God's going to take. This is not to put fear on you, but but you know, God's going to take care of His children, uh, and I. And I thank God for that. I thank God for his grace. But a person who fears man more than he fears God, he'll take the mark rather than die or face a firing squad. And, you know, if you can't, if you, if you, if you cave in when some man here or woman is trying to control you, if you cave in then, what are you going to do if you face a firing squad? Are you going to renounce Christ? So you can't have fear of man. You've got to have fear of God. Uh, A person who has, a fear of man more than he fears God, he'll fear death, which subjects him to slavery. In Galatians 5, 1, it says, don't receive again a yoke of slavery. In Hebrews 12, uh, Hebrews 2, it says that, that Christ delivered us from the fear of death that subjects us to slavery our whole life. And that's not just fear of dying physically, but it's a fear of dying um, to, the, to the flesh. Fear of, of giving, not wanting to wanting to live after my flesh. I fear if I if I die to my flesh or deny myself, then God will make me do something that I really don't want to do that would make me miserable. You know, God wants you to be happy. He doesn't want you to be miserable. And so, fear fear of a person that fears man uh, is subjected to slavery his whole life. And the Bible tells us not to be a slave. Don't be slaves of men. Person who fears man more than he fears God, he seeks man's approval over God's approval. He cares what other people think more than he cares what God thinks. He lives after his flesh, and he lives after the flesh of others. You know, God says, if you live after the flesh, you're going to die. But if we put to death the deeds of the body, the scripture says we'll live. A person who fears man more than he fears God, he trusts in man more than he trusts God. And the Bible says you cannot please God and man. So, you know, Joshua said, choose this day who you're going to serve. He said, it's for, for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. A person who fears man more than he fears God, he, don't, he won't speak the truth in love. He'll tell you exactly what you want to hear, and he's totally unreliable. A person that tells you what you want to hear is not speaking the truth. He's a liar. The Bible says liars go to hell. Uh, He'll not fulfill the purpose. I've already said that of his creation. He's paralyzed with fear and lives a defeated life. 
He's being conformed into the image of the controller rather than being conformed into the image of Christ. He's timid. He doesn't walk in faith. The Bible says without faith it's impossible to please God. Hebrews says he who comes to God must believe that he is and he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And, you know, fear is is faith, but it's the faith in what the devil's telling you instead of what God tells you. A person who fears man more than he fears God, he can be blown around by every wind of doctrine. doctrine. He's not trustworthy. He's not walking in the truth that sets him free, so he stays in bondage. He's a performer, and he jumps through the hoops of every person who comes into his life. A person who fears man more than he fears God, he's plagued with hundreds of fears, fears of rejection, fears of abandonment, fears of not being loved or liked, fear of confrontation, fear of speaking the truth in love, uh, fear of failure, fear of um, fear of saying no, and he'll just be a, a, a doormat. And there's multitudes of other fears that go with that. He doesn't deal with his issues. He sweeps everything under the rug. And, you know, I'm, I'm just going to say this. If you're a person that doesn't uh, confront in love, doesn't speak the truth in love, doesn't work out stuff, um, doesn't go to a brother that's offended you or, uh, or a maid, and you just sweep things under the rug, you're not, you're, not, you're not working out your salvation with fear and trembling. And will you, if you're sweeping all your hurt and pain under the rug and you're not dealing with it God's way, can I tell you, it'll become a festering sore and you'll end up having cancer or uh, some other dreaded disease. It'll manifest in sickness in your body. Uh, a person who fears man more than he fears God, he's a follower and not a leader. We're to be examples to people in living uh, an upright life. He's overcome rather than being an overcomer. The promises of God are to the overcomer, not to the overcome. A person that stays in an overcome, overwhelmed, overcome uh, condition is not working out his salvation with fear and trembling. He's not possessing his land. You know, the children of Israel had a, had a physical land to possess. We have a spiritual land to possess. There's enemies in our land. And God doesn't drive the enemy out in one day. We're all a work in progress. He does it little by little. If he showed us everything that he wanted to fix in one day, we couldn't take it. So he uses the problem to show me what he wants to fix next. And I'm so, th- I'm so thankful that God taught me that, that the problem points me to what he wants to deliver me from next. A person who fears man more than he fears God, he's spineless. He has an Ahab spirit. If he's married, he lets his wife control him. Or if he has a controlling husband, if a wife has a controlling husband, uh, she has an Ahab spirit. A person who is easily controlled has an Ahab spirit. Uh, the controller usually has a Jezebel spirit because, you know what, a godly person wouldn't want anybody to um, control them. He would want God to control you, not himself. Uh, so, a per- so a woman that has an Ahab spirit will be controlled by the Jezebel spirit in her husband. And a good example of this would be the program All in the Family. Uh, Archie Bunker had an uh, had a Jezebel spirit, and Edith Bunker has had an Ahab spirit. And of course, it works in women. I think nowadays more than it does men. But it's it's in both people, both men and women. 
you know, Peter and John didn't cave in, cave in when um, when the Pharisees told him in the book of Acts, you can teach, but you better not teach in the name of Jesus. And they said, we have to obey God rather than men. And that's what they spoke to the authorities. Uh, in Acts 4.18, it says, and when they had summoned them, they commanded them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. Verse 19, but Peter and John answered and said to them, whether it is right or not in the sight of God to give heed to you rather than give heed to God, you be the judge, for we cannot stop speaking what we have seen and heard. Praise God, they didn't have fear of man. A person who fears man more than he fears God, he's a slave of man rather than being a slave of God. He's in bondage, great bondage. He'll tell you what you want to hear rather than what God wants him to say. And you can't trust what he says. He's untrustworthy. 1 Timothy 5, 20 through 22 says, Them that sin rebuke before all, that others also may fear. I urge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ and the elect angels that thou observe these things without perfection without preferring one another. Do nothing by partiality. Lay hands suddenly on no no man, neither be partaker of other man's sins, but keep yourself pure. You know, I can say this too. If you let someone control you, you have a soul tie with that person. Not only are you being conformed into their image instead of the image of Christ, but you have their demons, you have their mental problems, you have their addictions, you have their fears, you have their demons. Through a soul tie. Praise God. He wants those soul ties broken. Proverbs 27, verse 5 and 6 says, Open rebuke is better than secret love. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but deceitful are the kisses of an enemy. So what that's saying, it's better for you to let your friend wound you if they're speaking the truth in love than, than be deceived by the deceitful kisses of an enemy. A person who fears man more than fears God can be blown about by every wind of doctrine. He's a prey to the enemy, and he's a chameleon. You know, a chameleon is a little lizard. Have you ever seen a chameleon? You throw them on a tree trunk, and they turn brown. You turn them on a green leaf, they turn green. You put them on something red, they turn red. I'm going to question you a question. Are you a chameleon? Um, A person who fears man uh, more than he fears God. The, the proverb says, it's like if you're putting your confidence in an unfaithful person, who a person that fears man more than he fears God is unfaithful, it's like running on a sore foot and chewing on a sore tooth. And I don't have the reference, but another place it says, it's like vinegar to the eyes and smoke, vinegar to the teeth and smoke to the eyes. And of course, vinegar will eat the enamel off your teeth. A person who fears man more than he fears God will not stand up for righteousness or stand up for anything for that matter. He's under a curse. If Leviticus 26 says he'll run when no one's chasing him and he can be out walking and the sound of a driven leaf on a bush or a tree will make him run when no one is chasing him. He has a shakable faith rather than an unshakable faith does not have God's eternal perspective. You know, a prayer I've prayed 
most of my Christian life for about 55 years is God teach me to number my days that I might present to you a heart of wisdom. Most people, 99% of the people, I'll say 99 and 9% of the people are living for the now rather than for eternity. You know, now if you live 80 years, uh, you know, I just turned 79. If you live 80 years, if you live 90 years, if you live 100 years, uh, what is that compared to eternity forever and ever and ever and ever? The other day I was talking to my son. I said, you know, we are living for eternity. I'm living for eternity. I'm not living for what's down here. There's nothing down here for me except what God has for me. And you should have, you know, if you don't, if you don't have an eternal perspective, you need to ask God to give you one. If you don't love the truth, the scripture says you'll be sent a strong delusion. So ask God to give you a love of the truth. A person who fears man more than he fears God, he's a people pleaser. And he's selfishly trying to save his own neck uh, to appease his idol of you've got to accept me. You can't reject me. He's ineffective in his service to God, in obedience to God's will according to his word. He's in rebellion uh, and will, will is a practicing idolatry. You know, an idolatry is to love something else more than you love God. And so whenever I fear man more than I fear God, I'm loving mankind more than I love God. And God says you'll have no other gods before him. Uh, the enemy makes his back like a sidewalk. He's like a doormat for everybody. In Isaiah 51, God rebukes these people in verse 23 and says, And I will put it into the hands of your tormentors who have said to you, Lie down so that we may walk over you. You have even made your back like the ground and like the street for those who walk on it. So God doesn't want you to have a doormat spirit. Because the the person that's a doormat is doing it because of fear, fear of man, fear of being rejected, fear of not being loved, fear of not being liked. And you know when a person um, doesn't stand up for righteousness, no one respects them. You you be classified as a hypocrite. You know, a person if you stand for righteousness, people might not agree with you, but they'll respect you. And lastly, a person who fears man more than he fears God, uh, he's a coward. In Revelation 21, verse 7, God has something to say to those who are cowards. He who overcomes shall inherit these, and this is in Revelation 21, 7, and I'll be his God and he will be my son. But for the cowardly and the unbelieving and the abominable and murderers, we can murder people with our mouth, we can murder them with our words. We can physically kill people or we can verbally kill people. And sexually immoral persons and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars, their part will be the lake that burns with fire and with brimstone, which is the second death. Now, some of the ways fear of man, and, and, and there's other characteristics of a person that has uh, fear of man more than he fears God, but uh, I've just... I've just shared with you some of those characteristics, but some of the ways that fear of man enters a person is through rejection, especially through rejection in the womb, through being an illegitimate child, because babies hear in the womb, they can hear if they wanted, they can hear if they're rejected, 
They can hear if their mother wants to abort them or their daddy wants to abort them. They hear what goes on on the outside. Uh, they, um, if the womb's not friendly, it causes all kinds of problems. But a baby that's illegitimately conceived is born with a root of rejection, with that, and with that comes all of the fears and multitudes of fears, a lust because they're conceived in lust, uh, inferiority, um, shame, lust, rebellion because they're conceived in rebellion. And then, of course, if a child's not wanted, he don't have to be illegitimately conceived. But if he's rejected in his childhood, or even if rejection comes down on the bloodline because mother, father, forefathers were rejected, there's a spirit of rejection that comes down. Uh, domineering parents, raging, controlling parents. You know, a good example of this would be if you if you beat an old dog and you, you just beat him all the time, he'll come... Uh, slithering up to you because he's afraid to even stand up and that's a picture of someone that grows up under abuse physical abuse mental abuse uh, sexual abuse emotional abuse um, comes in through Jezebel Ahab parents and forefathers a person's trained up to fear or uh, fear authorities or you know you a child's trained up to have confidence uh, when a child's trained up in love, love covers a multitude of sins. And generational iniquities of the forefathers, if your forefathers were enslaved, that that's fear of man that comes down through the bloodline. If you're African-American or even if your forefathers were enslaved, um, it opens a person up to fear of man. And, you know, for us to be delivered from fear, fear of man we must be willing to repent of this evil lifestyle and to choose to obey god regardless of what the consequences are if i'm beheaded if i face a firing squad and pray to i pray to god that it never happens but if it happens it happens and god's grace is sufficient my old grandmother used to tell me jerry god won't put more on any on you than he than you can take i remember once telling him telling her uh, she asked me if I had read the Bible, and I told her I didn't understand it. And she said, well, honey, if you read it and you ask God, he'll help you understand it. And uh, I remember saying, well, well, grandmother, I don't think I could go through what Job went through. And she said, honey, God's grace is sufficient. He won't put you through anything. He doesn't give you his grace to go through. And that was encouraging to me. But for me to overcome fear of man, it's going to require me being willing to give up my life uh, to die to myself so that the manifested power of God can come through. Uh, I'll have to be willing to go through the fiery furnace if necessary. Remember the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the book of Daniel? Nebuchadnezzar, the king, made this golden image, and he told Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to bow down to it. And they said um, they didn't have fear of man. They just said, oh, king, we cannot do this. Uh, paraphrase basically god said i can't i can't bow down and worship anything but god and and so nebuchadnezzar said well i'm going to have the fire heated i don't know how many times seven times or <clears throat> hotter and so he put shadrach meshach and abednego in the fiery furnace and nebuchadnezzar saw four men in there <clears throat> and of course the fourth man was jesus and when shadrach meshach and abednego came out of there they weren't burned and they didn't even smell like smoke and Nebuchadnezzar saw them in there walking around in the fire, 
And he, he about, can't you just see him? He said, come out of there, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. There's no God like your God. And you know what? If they'd have bowed down to the golden image, he had had no respect for them. And he couldn't have said, there's no God like your, your God. And so there are consequences to us fearing man more than we fear God. Basically, the consequence is you'll be snared. You'll be caught in a trap. Uh, you'll be imprisoned by the powers of darkness in whatever area that you fear man more than you fear God. <laughs> now I'm going to pray with you, and I'm going to lead you with repentance. And I hope you were repenting as we were going along. And I'm going to lead you in repentance. So if those of you who are listening who can agree with me, if you will just be repenting of what I'm leading you in, plus anything God's shown you, I'm hoping that you've already been repenting. But I'm going to lead you in repentance. Uh, and then I'll tell you a little bit about the ministry. And then if anybody wants to call in, uh, you will call. If you want to call in at the end of the program, you call um, 646-595-4673. And don't forget to press 1 if you need prayer. So, Father, pray with me, those of you who are listening. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you to forgive me for fearing man more than I fear you. I ask you, Lord, to forgive me for being more concerned uh, and, re- and having more regard for mankind than I have uh, for, for you, Lord. God, forgive me for being snared by fear of man. I want to be safe. Forgive me for not trusting in you so that you would exalt me. God, forgive me for fearing man more than I fear you, which has kept me from my calling, which has kept me from fulfilling and accomplishing your purpose for my life. Forgive me for not reverencing you, Lord. Uh, Forgive me for not being sensitive to your glorious, holy, majestic person resulting in respect and obedience to you. God, forgive me for not turning away from evil. Uh, Forgive me, Lord, for not having the fear of the Lord, which is wisdom. Forgive me for not departing from evil, which is understanding. God, forgive me for not abiding in your word so that I can be your disciple and I can know the truth and the truth would set me free. God, forgive me that my ways have not pleased you so that my enemy would be at peace with me. Forgive me for the turmoil in my life because I fear uh, man more than I fear you. Lord, I've not been able to sleep at night because I feared, uh, didn't have the fear of the Lord. Forgive me for listening to the reproach of man and being fearful, uh, God of the words. Uh, I forgive those that have abused me with, uh, assailed me with abusive speech. Forgive me for fearing people and their words. Forgive me for being dismayed at their presence and at rebellious people. Forgive me for fearing those who can kill the body but can't kill my soul and body. Forgive me for not fearing you, Lord. Forgive me for letting every person control me. And, and Lord, um, I want to submit to authority as unto the Lord. Forgive me for being a rebellion in rebellion against godly authority. Against, um, forgive me for 
for uh, following the voice of a stranger instead of uh, not following your voice. Forgive me for letting other people who control me redefine who I am. Uh, Forgive me for being conformed into the image of the controller. God, forgive me for missing what you put me here for. Forgive me for living for an eternal, not living for an eternal perspective, but a temporal value system. Father, I ask you to teach me to number my days that I might present to you a heart of wisdom. Forgive me for following a man's rule rather than your rules. Forgive me for torment, Lord. Forgive me for being a compromiser, double-minded. God, forgive me for being unstable in all my ways. Forgive me for having one foot with you and one foot with the world. Forgive me for being a straddler of the fence. God, forgive me for fear that would cause me to disavow you in the face of danger. Uh, Forgive me, Lord. Lord, I pray that I never have to face a firing squad or uh, be beheaded, but I pray that you, uh, Lord, your grace will be there to strengthen me for anything I have to go through. Forgive me for fear and death more than I fear. uh, Forgive me for forgive me for for uh, for fearing death. Dying to my flesh Forgive me for dying to myself Forgive me for I'm sorry Forgive me for fear of dying to myself Uh, Forgive me for being a slave to man Thank you that you redeemed me From fear of man That has subjected me to slavery Forgive me for seeking God's approval A man's approval over God's approval Forgive me for living after the flesh And the flesh of others I ask you to remove the spirit of death uh, that came in through through uh, living after my flesh and the flesh of others. Forgive me for trusting in man more than I've trusted you. God, forgive me for trying to please you and people. Lord, I just uh, ask you to, Lord, in Jesus' name, I ask you to break off the yokes of other people that's caused me to have a neck problem or stubborn forgive me for being stubborn stiff neck forgive me for wearing the wrong yoke lord you said if i come to you that and take your yoke upon my neck and learn from you i'll re, um your burden is light and my load is easy and i'll live in rest forgive me for living in unrest lord i just take my junky clay and i yield to you the potter and lord do with me what you choose Forgive me for not speaking the truth in love and telling people what they want to hear. Forgive me for missing what you put me here for. God, I ask you to remove the spirits that have paralyzed me by fear. Uh, God, I, I, I ask you to forgive me for living a defeated life rather than an overcoming life. Forgive me for being conformed in the image of the controller rather than being conformed into your image. Forgive me for timidity. Forgive me for not walking in faith. Forgive me for being blown about by every wind of doctrine. Forgive me for being untrustworthy and unreliable. Forgive me for not walking in the truth that sets me free, which has caused me to stay in bondage. God, forgive me for being a performer and jumping through the hoops of every person I come in contact with. Forgive me for being, uh, forgive me for fear of failure, fear of rejection. Uh, fear of abandonment, fear of not being loved or liked. Forgive me for fear of not performing. Forgive me for fear of speaking the truth in love. Forgive me for 
a fear of saying no. For, I renounce the lie that I can't say no. Uh, I forgive my parents for training me up so I, where I couldn't say no, setting the default that I, never letting me say no. Forgive me for fear of uh, not. Forgive me for fear of confrontation and all the fears that go with fear of man. Forgive me for sweeping things under the rug. Forgive me for bitterness, resentment, anger, hostility that's been making me sick. Forgive me for being a follower and not a leader. Forgive me for being spineless and having an Ahab spirit. Forgive me for having a Jezebel spirit. Forgive me for controlling other people. Forgive me for caving in of the slightest pressure. Forgive me for being a slave of man rather than a slave of yours, Lord. Forgive me for caring more what people think than what you think. Set me free, Lord. Forgive me for telling people what they want to hear rather than what you want me to say. Forgive me for not being willing to rebuke people that are in sin. Forgive me for showing partiality to others. Laying hands on people too suddenly, partaking of their sins, not keeping myself pure. Forgive me for not openly rebuking people and knowing that that's better to openly rebuke or have people openly rebuke me than secret love. Uh, Forgive me for listening to the kisses of a deceitful enemy. Forgive me for not trusting you and blown by every blown be blown about by every wind of doctrine. Forgive me for not loving the truth. Forgive me for being a prey and a chameleon. Lord, forgive me for um, trusting people that uh, that are unfaithful. I ask you to heal my sore foot and my teeth and the smoke in my eyes. I ask you to heal my eye problems from trusting people that were unfaithful and un and irresponsible forgive me for not standing up for righteousness or not standing up for anything thank you that you died on the cross for me not to be under the curse forgive me for disobedience to your voice which would call the enemy to cause me to 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 scatter seven ways when the enemy comes against me one way Forgive me that my faith has been shakable. Forgive me for being wishy-washy in my faith. Forgive me for being a a people pleaser. Forgive me for uh, being selfish and trying to save my own neck to appease my idol of you've got to accept me. Forgive me for being ineffective in my service to you and not being obedient to your will. Forgive me for being rebellious and, and having other gods before you. Forgive me for being an idolater. Forgive me for being a doormat and laying down and making my back a sidewalk for the enemy. Forgive me for being a coward. God, forgive me for being cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murdering people with my mouth, physically murdering people. Forgive me for sexual immorality, sorcery, pharmacia, idolatry. Forgive me for lying. Lord, I forgive my mother and father if I was illegitimately conceived. I forgive them for conceiving me illegitimately. 
I forgive my parents and grandparents and every person that I heard speak when I was in the womb. If they contemplated aborting me, I forgive them. I renounce the spirit of fear of death that came into me through them. Through them, I forgive my mother and father for rejecting me, not training me up in the way I should go, for domineering, being domineering, angry, raging, controlling, Jezebel, Ahab. I forgive my forefathers for um, fear of man. Uh, I forgive those that have enslaved my forefathers to make them fear man. I forgive my mother and father for training me up to fear um, authority, parents, people. I forgive my mother and father and those who verbally abused me, uh, mentally abused me, sexually abused me, emotionally abused me. Uh, I forgive them. Forgive me for letting the sun go down on my anger. And, Lord, I just take accountability uh, all the way back to Adam and Eve of fear of man. Uh, I ask you to start with Adam and Eve and let your cleansing blood flow down through my bloodline, washing away any ground Satan's had in my life through fear of man, through rejection that has opened me up to fear of man, through Jezebel, Ahab. I break the curse of Jezebel, Ahab, fear of man. I break generational curses, soul tie curses, cultural curses, and I break soul ties with my forefathers, my mother, father, every person who's rejected me or controlled me or who I've controlled. I call back my soul and my human spirit from them. I send back their souls and their human spirits back to them. I exchange their image for the image of Christ. And, Lord, I renounce every image that's not your image in Jesus' name. And, Lord, this day, um, I choose this day on the 3rd of April, 2018, I choose to, and I determine in Jesus' name, to obey you regardless of the consequences. And I choose, Lord, and to be willing. Lord, I'm willing to die to myself. I pray you remind me every time you want me to die to myself. Um, And, Lord, I choose to be willing to go through whatever it takes to please you on this earth. Forgive me for living for temporal things rather than living for eternity. And, Lord, I I choose to give up my life, as your word says, that I might find it. And in Jesus' name, I just praise you, Lord. And I just come against all fear of man, fear of failure, uh, discouragement, depression, doubt, unbelief, lying spirits. I command you to go. All spirits of fear of a confrontation, fear of man, uh, fear of failure, fear of saying no. All spirits that cause me to be a doormat, I, I command cowardness to go. Chameleon spirits, I command you to leave now in the name of Jesus. Spirit of cowardice, you have to go now in the name of Jesus. I command all spirits that came in through verbal abuse, mental abuse, sexual abuse, emotional abuse. I cut all those soul ties with those who have verbally, mentally sexually, physically abuse them, emotionally abuse them. We cut those soul ties in the name of Jesus. I command all spirits of compromise, double-mindedness to leave now. All domineering spirits have to go. Anger, raging, controlling, you have to go. All spirits of the controller in the name of Jesus, I command you to leave now. In Jesus' name, all spirits of sexual immorality, I command you to go, all spirits of unbelief and doubt, lies, lying, all abominable spirits, all murder, in Jesus' name, anger, rage, criticism, judgmentalism, you have to go now, 
In Jesus' name, we break your power in the name of Jesus. We just command every spirit that came in through fear of man, through rejection, to go now. In Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus, I just break your power. All spirits of idolatry, all spirits of rebellion has to go. In Jesus' name, all disobedience, all stubborn, stiff-necked, perverseness, all spirits of lukewarm, you have to go now in the name of Jesus. All spirits of neck problems, stiff neck, stubbornness, people-pleasing demons, you have to go in the name of Jesus. All spirits that cause us to have a temporal value system rather than the eternal perspective, you have to go. All spirits that came in through not loving the truth, all spirits of... of um, I break every curse in the name of Jesus. Uh, all spirits of teeth problems, eye problems, in Jesus' name, you have to go. In Jesus' name, I just break the power of weakness. You have to go. All spirits that have overcome them, you have to go. I break your power in the name of Jesus. All spirits that have caused them to be a prey, you have to go in the name of Jesus. All spirits of unreliability, unworthiness, rebuke. I command you to go, depression, despair, hopelessness, fear, doubt, unbelief. I command you to go in the name of Jesus. I break your power, every lying spirit that they believed, all spirits of timidity in the name of Jesus. You have to go in Jesus' name. I break every bondage. I break every fetter in the name of Jesus. All spirits that cause them to regard man more than they regard God, all spirits of slavery, I command you out, I command you out in the name of Jesus. Spirits of Jezebel and Ahab, I command you out in the name of Jesus. Uh, in Jesus' name, all spirits that, in men that cause them to let their wife control them or all spirits in women that allow their husbands to control them, spirits that cause them to be spineless, you have to go in the name of Jesus. All spirits that cause them to be a follower and not a leader in the name of Jesus. All spirits that cause them, all the spirits that came from uh, sweeping things under the rug, bitterness, resentment, anger, hostility, cancer, sickness, distress, disease, a back problems has to go in the name of Jesus. Fear of failure, you have to leave in Jesus' name. All spirits that cause them to be jumping through the hoops, spirits of perfectionism, untrustworthiness, uh, spirits that cause them to be blown around by every wind of doctrine. In the name of Jesus, spirits of timidity, spirits that keep them from walking in the spirit, you have to go in the name of Jesus. Spirits that have paralyzed them through fear, I command you to go. Spirits of hysteria, I command you to go. All spirits of browbeat that came in in childhood through being browbeat, you have to go. I break off every yoke, every spirit of unrest. Uh, all spirits of slavery, you have to go in the name of Jesus. Uh, in Jesus' name, I break your power over every life. All spirits of death, you have to go in Jesus' name. Uh, in Jesus' name, I just break your power. I break the power of every spirit uh, of instability. I command you to go. Uh, all spirits of torment, you have to go in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, all spirits that cause us to not fulfill our purpose here on this earth. In Jesus' name. All spirits of lies and lying, spirits that have deceived us, deluded us, spirits of darkness, spirits of shame, you have to go now in Jesus' name. I break your power over every life in the name of Jesus. And take a deep breath and just blow out, cough out. In Jesus' name, I command every spirit that I've named to leave, every spirit that would not confess Jesus is Lord, get your hands off of every person, Satan. Let them go in Jesus' name. 
I command in Jesus' name, Father, I ask by the power of your Holy Spirit, you move upon every life. I ask you to touch the physical bodies of every person. I ask, I command diabetes to leave. I command stubbornness to go, stiff neck to go. I cut every yoke that's not the yoke of Jesus. I declare the yoke of Jesus breaks every other yoke. Lord, I command all rebellion to go in Jesus' name. All sorcery, magic has to go, witchcraft. I break your power in the name of Jesus. Take a deep breath, blow out in Jesus' name. Praise you, mighty God. Give Jesus a praise. Start praising Jesus. Lord Jesus, we lift you up. I ask you to move upon every person with your healing power. I ask you to flow through me, Lord, and touch every life, every person who's listening in to this program in Jesus' name. I pray that every person who listens in will be different when this program is over. I pray, God, for every person who's sick, who needs healing, that they'll be healed. I pray people who are blind will be able to see. I command all spiritual, uh, all spirits that hinder their discernment, you have to go. And, Lord, thank you for the truth that sets each person free. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Every spirit that keeps us from the word of God has to go now in the name of Jesus. I break your power in Jesus' name. Take a deep breath and blow out in Jesus' name. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Bless you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Just worship the Lord. Your name is wonderful. Your name is wonderful. Your name is wonderful, Jesus, my Lord. You are the mighty King, Master of everything. Your name is wonderful, Jesus, my Lord. Bless you, Lord. Well, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the ministry. Well, wait, just pray with me. Lord, fill me with love, joy, peace long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and self-control in Jesus' name. Well, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the ministry, and if anyone wants prayer, if you'll call in to 646-595-4784 and be sure and press 1. I'll be happy to pray for you. Well, I said you can go on my website, jerrymcgee.com, all lowercase, G-E-R-I, M-C-G-H-E-E dot com. And uh, there's free CDs to listen to. There's my son's testimony, which was taken 13 days before he died of AIDS. There's articles you can print out. Um, and our schedule of where we're going to be will be on there. And also, if if you'll sign up for our email, we send out flyers when we're going to be certain places and I try to send out daily thoughts of encouragement, but I haven't been able to in a few weeks. But sometimes I get to send out little one or two liners that just encourage people. So if you'll, on my website, if you'll sign up for my email, I'll send you, um, I'll send out flyers and information uh, as to where we're going to be. I'll be at Lake Hamilton Bible Camp. Uh, May the 24th through the 27th, and that's Memorial Day Camp. I'm at Lake Hamilton Bible Camp every holiday. Uh, Also, I'll be in Duncanville, um, Texas, and I'm there each month in Duncanville, the first Saturday of each month from 10 to 1. And we meet at the Hilton Garden Inns there on Interstate 20 and um, Main Street Exit. 
is on the south side of the freeway. And uh, we meet at 10 o'clock. If you go in the front door past the desk to the right, go all the way to the end, and we're in the room on the end. Uh, we're just a small group, but we'll. if you need personal prayer, if you come to the meeting, we'll be happy to pray for you. There's things you can order on my website. You can order, there's probably a couple of hundred, I don't know how many uh, CDs you can order. There's a lot of free ones to listen to, but you can order CDs, you can order books. I wrote a book called uh, Resetting Life's Negative Reaping Patterns, and basically that has you, that tells you how to change. You know, we all have things that we reap, uh, good things and bad things, but it shows you how to break the defaults to reset the negative reaping to positive. Uh, I encourage you to order a little book called Clearing the Land, and that little book, actually you can go through that book and pray the prayers. There's prayers to uh, bind and break things. There's prayers to break curses. All the curses, Bible curses, are listed in that little book. <clears throat> and actually people uh, have told me over and over that they actually can get deliverance just going through that book. And I think it's $10. If you're out of the country, if you're not in America, there's an additional uh, shipping fee. I don't know exactly what it is. I think it varies with each <clears throat> each country. There's a place if you would like to give to the ministry, a place where you can send a gift through PayPal, any gifts appreciated. We're just a small ministry, and I don't take anything for myself. Uh, I just want to bless God's children, but, you know, it's it's costly to pay the light bill. And um, I just left one, um, one company that uh, I was buying a telephone service from, and uh, I was paying five to six hundred dollars a month just for the telephone. So, if you can help us, we'd appreciate it. But if you can't help us, hey, we understand. God is our provider. Uh, the precious lady Dorothy Carruthers that sponsors this program, um, she does a good work, and I'm sure there's other people, good speakers on her site. She doesn't charge us anything, and so uh, I think it'd be great if you'd send her a gift. You can send it to D. Churchy, just put a Y on a church, D Churchy, number one at hotmail.com. And um, I'll be uh, also, let me encourage you, those of you who are listening, if you're near Hot Springs, Arkansas, uh, they have a deliverance camp every holiday. The next one is Memorial Day. They have one Labor Day. They have a Thanksgiving camp. They have a winter camp. They have a ladies' retreat. Uh, in October, they have a men's retreat. And it's really a blessed place to go. You can actually, we have prayer teams. I'm there at every holiday, and I've been going there for 20 years. And uh, they have prayer teams that pray for deliverance over people. And uh, we just watch people. They come one way, and they leave a difference. It's like a, getting a spiritual house cleaning every time you go. And I always tell people, if you, every time you come, you'll go home different. Every time I've left that place, I've, I've been different. And so I thank the Lord for that camp. Godly people run that camp. And so if you're interested in going to Memorial Day camp at Lake Hamilton Bible Camp, go to lakehamilton.com uh, and you can get information. It's very inexpensive to go, but I encourage you to go because you can get deliverance every morning. We have prayer teams that pray for people every morning. And it's, I think, the best place here in the United States to get deliverance. Okay, so if no one is called in, uh, Dorothy, has anybody called in for prayer? No, no one has called in for prayer. 
Everybody must be okay. prayed up. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Well, may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you until uh, we're, we'll be talking to you again on the, the third, ter- third Tuesday of each month from 6 to 8 p.m. Hope you'll listen in. Uh, if you'd like to write us, um, you can write us at Post Office Box 1141, Lindale, Texas, 75771. And if you'd like to email me, we love to hear what God's done. Every time someone emails me and tells me what God's done in their life, I'm just so blessed. That's why we just want to keep on pressing on uh, to help God's children. But if uh, if you have a question or if I can help you, you can email me at jerrymcgee at sbcglobal.net. And that's little g-e-r-i-m-c-g-h-e-e at sbcglobal.net. Well, may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you in a greater way.